Welcome to the Friday edition of In Case You Missed It. We're your host, Jason and Tony. We put stuff on here in case you missed it. In case you missed uh, it, uh, they told us why there are 10 hot dogs in a packet and only eight hot dog buns. We finally know. We've had a lot of hot dog talk lately, and I promise this is the last hot dog story. I don't know why they keep popping up. It's it's still summer, and I guess. Know, everybody loves hot dogs. So if you've ever wondered why there are 10 hot dogs to a pack, but only eight buns in a bag, we have your answer. This is according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. <laughs> it's about time. And, that, and that's a real thing. <laughs> I'm glad they have an explanation. <laughs> Wow. So, hot dogs are sold in 10 packs because producers of meat products selected that quantity when hot dogs started to sell at retail grocery stores in the 1940s. Huh. Wow. So, that's just, they're just stuck there. Buns and sandwich rolls are usually sold in eight to a pack because the baking trays for the elongated buns are typically sized to fit that number. So, basically, what they're saying is just easier for them to do it that way and we've just got to be left with two extra wieners at the end (laughs) no 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 that is not the answer that's That's not not the correct answer oh well what do you have the the reason is is that pig lips and rectums are just bigger than wheat lips and rectums (laughs) so there's more raw material for the hot dogs than the buns (laughs) i've never seen a wheat rectum before but well, I guess that's where gluten comes from. Somebody <laughs> got really mad at one of their coworkers, and it, this story involves boiling butter in someone's pants. How? Tony, I'd like for us to take a pledge together that we'll never do this, okay? Uh, okay, uh, I pledge. I, I, I so solemnly swear, so solemnly swear that I'll never, that I'll never pour boiling butter down jason's pants and i will never pour <laughs> boiling butter down tony's pants okay there we i took so the, solemnly swear solemnly swear okay all right that's what happened man there's a chef at a resort that got fired this week for bullying another chef he worked with oh, wow. and pouring boiling butter down his pants oh my gosh he poured it down his pants as a fun joke he said it's just fun it's just boiling butter uh <sighs> I tell you, uh, the guy ended up with the hospital though with burns. I tell you how he could get out of it. He ought to say that he used. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> and no, that, that, that way he could say it can't be butter. No, no, it's not. I, yeah, I know it's hard I, I to believe because it's. I can't believe it's not uh, butter. So see? technically, I didn't put boiling butter down. See his pants. Lawsuit settled. Yeah. If it's not butter, you must have quit. Wait, that didn't even rhyme. <laughs> with all the alien talk, Tony, our planetary leader nanu nanu uh came up with if the upper cumberland was its own planet i don't know if you saw but the uh guy who originally said let's go storm area 51 he's come out now that he was just joking sorry bro you can't put the cat back in the bag now uh-uh, you can't jk lol your way out of this one he's done open pandora's box uh, but it has brought up a lot of talk about aliens this Area 51 thing has. And uh, and this week was like Alien Something Awareness Day. Something like that. Alien Week. Yeah. Something like that. But what if, and then go with us on this, imagine it. 
The Upper Cumberland is its own planet, separate from the Earth. Sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? Yes, it does. That would be the land of Upper, Upper Cumber, Cumber Lopatopia. That's what Tony has has dubbed this new Upper Cumberland planet. And you all are all residents of Upper Cumber Lopatopia. Who are some of the residents of Upper Cumber Lopatopia? <laughs> Tony, I'm glad you asked. Leader. I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. We are comprised of four alien species. Really? What species? Mm-hmm. What is a more than one species? Species is, or there's more than species. So four. All of it. Species. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Jackson County Jedi's. <laughs> y'all are one of the species. Is well, you they the, can the, feel the force. You Jack, Jackson County Jedi's are real tired-looking people, you know, a lot like a bloodhound, but you all smell more pleasant than a bloodhound smells. But it smells better with its nose than y'all do, mm. Jackson County Jedi's. Thanks for pointing that out. Okay. Cookville is now Wookieville. <laughs> That's how we talk right there. Mm-hmm. What uh, Wookieville is comprised of a very hairy people, and y'all, after three in the afternoon, forget how to drive in Wookieville. <laughs> Amen. Another species is uh, the Baxter Anus. That's, <laughs> that's on the back side of the Putnam County. Oh, I'm gosh. Baxter Anus. And the last one I have here yeah. are the, the Hillhamians. Uh-huh. Y'all are a people that love mud, and y'all oink when they're, instead of laugh. <laughs> and if anyone steals, y'all squeal on them. <laughs> Hillhamians. <laughs> All people of the Upper Cumberlopatopia. All right, there you go. Whole new planet just for us. Feels good, don't it? <laughs> Found a new film strip. It's the alternative history of the Upper Cumberland. Ain't this interesting? The alternative history of the Upper Cumberland. Today, let's look into the history of Area 51, which, ironically, was first built right here. It was first called Frank's Bead Saucer Factory. Frank's Bead Saucers were large discs that set in fields to feed cattle. Well, long ago, a fun joke was to climb up the fire tower and throw a feed saucer as far as it could go. Much like a frisbee, they could fly far. One night, someone was throwing feed saucers when it was shot down by a government fighter jet. Soon, the FBI and the CIA surrounded Frank's Speed Saucer Factory. They analyzed and probed each employee to find out which one of them was flying the saucer. The citizens tried to explain they were feed saucers, but the government confiscated each of the 51 feed saucers. They said they were going to make an area for each saucer in case it ever started flying again. 51 areas. That created jobs. That's how we looked at it. 51 areas that should always remind us of this great area right here in the Upper Cumberland. Here's Tony's word of the day. Ego. And now to expand your vocabulary, Jason and Tony present Tony's word of the day. Phillips Combs. Phillips Combs are what Phillips-headed screwdrivers use to fix their hair with. Phillips combs. Last Tony's word of the day.
And now, the best country lyric never written. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. His love was like a game of Scrabble. Every day, a new load of bull babble. That's not a word, Tony. I don't care. Yes, it is. It doesn't count when you're playing the game, though, actually. Uh, it's a word. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Yes, that it was is. the best it country music lyrics not. never written from Jason and Tony. And, of course, we'll leave you with today's Real Good. This one's really cool, man. There's a guy in Iowa. His name is uh, Dale Schroeder. He worked as a carpenter for 67 years, never made much money. Wow. He also never had kids and never spent very much on himself. He was real frugal. His friends say he only had two pairs of jeans, work jeans and church jeans, <laughs> but he was a very generous guy. I like the sounds of old Dale. Well, we're talking about him in the past tense because he passed away in 2005. But he's in the news now because over 30 people he never met just got together to pay tribute to him. Okay, Here's well. why. Before Dale passed away, he told his buddy, who's a lawyer, that he wanted to do something good with his life savings. So uh-huh. his friend said, how much you got in there, Dale? Dale said, eh, just under $3 million. Wow. Dale. One thing Dale always wished he'd have done was go to college, but he couldn't afford it when he was young. So they used the money to set up a scholarship fund for other kids who couldn't afford tuition. And he ended up paying for 33 total strangers to get a college education. 67 years hard working as a carpenter. They call themselves Dale's kids. And all 33 of them just got together this past Saturday to share stories and talk about how he totally transformed their lives Dell's lawyer friend said the only thing he wanted was for them to pay it forward someday and be generous with somebody else. Wow, Way to go, Dale. His memory won't ever die. Dale's kids. That's cool, too. That's great. Dale, you are real good. Well, that wraps up the podcast for today. Thank you all so much for listening to it. Be sure to share it, subscribe, and all that other stuff you're supposed to do with podcasts. So. It feeds our ego when people listen to it. And we like our ego fed. That's right. So thanks for listening to In Case You Missed It.